Help me out here. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Help Me Out Here podcast. I really appreciate you being here. Wherever you're at in this lovely world, thanks for being here right now. I appreciate it, seriously. Um, today on the show is a good friend of mine. His name is Connor McCaskill. He is the video editor for a YouTube channel called Kinotika. Kinotika does camera reviews, tech stuff in the filmmaking world. They make really awesome videos, and Connor is an incredible editor. Highly encourage you to check out some of their videos today. Also, Connor is now the video editor for a YouTuber named Armando. How do you, how do you say this? Armando Ferri, Ferreira. Ferreira. Armando Ferreira. I've watched a lot of his videos, and for some reason, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Oh well. His videos are really cool, and it's awesome that Connor got this new gig out in um, the California area. So hopefully you guys enjoy the conversation. Connor's a good dude. We had a lot of fun. We nerded out for a good amount of time, and, and uh, I'm glad you're here joining us. So enjoy. We don't need to do an intro. Because I'll, I'll add an intro. You have an intro? I have an intro thing that goes, help me out here. And then, oh, yeah. And then it plays a beat. And then it goes right into it. Yeah, but for this one, I'm starting a new thing with you. Oh, okay. Where cool. I'll do like a... <laughs> I'm pioneering I'm going to do a something. coughing segment. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm going to do a, a segment where I uh, basically introduce the episode uh-huh. by myself. Okay. A little talking head segment, and yeah. then it will just flow into the conversation. Like the Golden Hour podcast? Yes. Yeah. I actually haven't seen it. Yeah. What, oh, what is the you, Golden Hour podcast? The Golden Hour podcast. That is a podcast that I work for. They actually recorded an episode without me. I'm a little hurt because I'm here in Tennessee, not in California, Dang. where I live. Yeah, what's your responsibilities for that podcast? So the Golden Hour podcast, uh, my responsibilities have shifted a little bit recently. We're kind of changing the format a little bit. But currently my job is to live switch the podcast. So we it's video and audio. Um, And so I do live switching, so I'm cutting between shot on Dave, the host, or shot on the guest, or a wide shot. And I can There's three cameras? Yeah, three cameras set up. So I switch between those live, and then it saves all that information so that when we go in and edit it's mostly edited already that's so cool that it can save the cuts and you can still go back yeah it's called sling studio it works pretty well there's some bugs with it that we've found um but it's significantly cheaper than anything else that does what it does so i think you can get up to like 10 cameras set up on it jeez and you you're editing in final cut Currently, yeah. Cool. How yeah. do you how do you like Final Cut? And have you ever used Premiere? I have. I started on Premiere because I did the whole, you know, I went to some film classes in college and they don't even know what Final Cut is. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, you know, you learned Premiere. I learned Premiere. And I went and worked for Dave and switched to Final Cut because he's a Final Cut shooter. What's that? The code to the mailbox? I have no idea. I don't know. You have to call the office. <laughs> Sorry, my sister interrupted the yeah the show the show. But that's okay. That's how we that's how we roll on here. Yeah, it's live. We just we don't edit it it's, out. Well, it's not live. It's it's a live but, edit. But it's just what it is. It's what it is. Um. Yeah. So now I shoot. Uh. Now I edit everything on Final Cut, and I like it. I like it a lot. But I'm switching jobs this isn't related to the podcast but my other main <laughs> job i'm switching and the guy i'm gonna work for now is a premiere editor so i'm probably gonna have to so you're going to premiere again back so i'm gonna Whoa. have to like brush up on premiere I, w- I would highly recommend not getting 2019 
Really? I've heard it's good. Oh, dude, I, maybe it is now. I got 2019 like, I heard three, there's like two months ago, okay. and it was horrendous. I couldn't even play back my ProRes footage for more than like two seconds. That's pretty bad. Yeah, it was real bad. So I went back to the latest version of 2018, which I'm still using, uh-huh. and it's, it's really good. Okay. Okay. But maybe try Curious. it. You can always revert. I've heard it's good. I don't know anything. I haven't touched Premiere since April of last year. Wow. Well, yeah. welcome back to the club soon. Yeah. So uh, you don't miss the smoothness of Final Cut. I will. You definitely will. <laughs> but I think also Premiere has its benefits, of course. Yeah. Of course. So, mm-hmm. and especially in a sense where you're editing with multiple people, Premiere has a lot of really awesome features where you can like share edits. Yeah, that's true. There's so a lot of cloud-based cool. stuff. Yeah, and of course the all the compatibility with all the other Adobe programs, which I use, you know, Photoshop and Lightroom and all that good stuff. After Effects. Stuff. Have you ever done After Effects? Uh, no. Me neither. Yeah, I, I want to get into it. I do too, but it's daunting. <laughs> we got to do it if we're going to make our own Marvel movie. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll talk about Marvel stuff later. Yeah. I'm excited to nerd out. We've already nerded out we a have. lot. <laughs> we spent the last 30 minutes nerding out about Endgame. Yeah. But, um, okay. We, but listen to the podcast, the Golden Hour podcast, it's hosted by Dave Altizer, yes. who's a YouTuber. He's awesome. Dave Mays. Dave Mays. Oh, oh he's going to be upset. Yeah, his uh, he goes by Dave Mays, not uh, don't call him Altizer. Don't call him Altizer. Or do and make him angry. <laughs> I did one vlog way back when you guys still lived here. Yeah. And I I don't know why. I was feeling so goofy that day, and I made this stupid intro where I introduced you guys in it, and I called him Davis Altoid. Davis Altoid. <laughs> but in this really terrible pitch-corrected voice. That's amazing. <laughs> Davis Altoid. It was really dumb. I don't I, remember that. I think I I think I think messed up your name on purpose, too. Oh. We'll find it. I'll yeah, sh- I, need to, I need to rewatch this. It's I don't really it. stupid. Huh. I we'll like, find it. I like stupid. It's very dumb. So we should probably introduce you. Oh, yeah, sure. Would you like to introduce yourself to the Help Me Out Here podcast listeners? Sure. Uh, Hi, I'm Connor (laughs) McCaskill. I am a shooter and editor for other people, uh, YouTubers. You make other people look really good. Yeah, or bad. It's my choice. You make other people funnier. Dave's not funny. Yeah, Dave's Dave's so bland. He's horrible. No, Dave's funny, and I tone him down. Actually, <laughs> if I'm being honest, actually, you do. Yeah, I take Dave's like funny meter, and I tone it down to, I don't know what I like, but I'd say perfectly appropriate. Perfectly appropriate. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Because it's good, clean fun, but it's still good for. I feel like adults can. I enjoy watching. Yeah. I watch almost all of Kino Tika's oh, videos. That's, that's high praise. Yeah. Yeah. So um, so I do that right now. I'm actually switching jobs. I'm gonna go. For reasons that we may or may not get into right now. Yeah. But I'm switching to work with another YouTuber, Armando Fiera. That's so exciting. Which is pretty awesome. He's a good guy. He lives about... I'm actually moving to go work with him. He lives about an hour and a half north of where I live now in California. And uh, it's going to be a good time. We're going to start work in June. So Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. I'm pretty stoked. For uh, for a second there, I thought I was going to move out there with you guys. We've I I kind Man. of I kind of hinted at this in my last episode. I yeah. briefly talked about that whole craziness. Just keep pestering him, guys. Make him move. <laughs> I want him to move out with Lauren me. would not be happy. No, 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 no. I would miss Lauren a lot. Yeah. That would be the hardest part for me. So we'll just kind of recap it. Basically, yeah. okay. I was gonna come out to LA. Mm-hmm. I was like set on it. Yeah. Like, I would well, come we out. We were set on it. Yeah, we were all in. Yeah. I was gonna come out there and Basically, we were going to double the amount of Kinotika content. It was going to be amazing. Yeah. 
Yeah. Me and you would both be editors slash shooters. Exactly. So it would be like, right now we do two videos a week with Kino Tika, and essentially I would do two and he would do two. Yeah. Was the new idea. So maybe while you're shooting, I could be editing and vice versa. Yeah. And we were going to kind of help each other out with our personal channels, mm-hmm. and figure things out. Mm-hmm. I was genuinely stoked. Um, and then it kind of fell through because of, I don't want to say stuff if I'm not supposed to. I'll say it. Yeah. And go then for I it. can be in trouble. Yeah. You get in trouble. Yeah. I mean, how much trouble can you get in at this point? I know. I'm not keeping the job. <laughs> <laughs> we're fine. Yeah. Uh, so basically, uh, what happened was his Kinotika was investor based. So Dave and I were paid salary monthly to run the Kinotika channel. We did not own the channel. Um, and basically the short version is our investor wants out. Dave can't afford to pay me anymore. He might keep the channel. He might not. That's still up for debate. Um, so Dave's going to continue on with YouTube. So That'd yeah, be great. That is, he, YouTube needs Dave. Yeah, YouTube needs Dave, but Dave can't pay me, essentially. Yeah. He, I And I can't work for him for free as much as I want to. Mm-hmm. So I had to find a new job, and obviously Zach can't come move <laughs> right. to California on the basis of not having work, right? which is important. And Dave was still really trying to get me to move out there after. Yeah. But so after that kind of fell through... Everything kind of in my heart clicked, and I was like, you know what? I really enjoy playing music, mm-hmm. um, and I enjoy and you're really good at it. As I found, thank you. Yeah. Oh, we got to talk about your first experience <laughs> at a show. But I, I feel like in my heart, like things just clicked together. I was like, you know what? I got to keep pursuing this band thing. This is the thing I left college for. I don't know if I ever told you that. No. I, yeah. Here's the funny thing. I really we like, haven't hung out that much. <laughs> Not at all, actually, barely. So we've hung out once in Tennessee before I moved originally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Six-ish months ago. I was so sad when you guys I left. Because we were like, we I was like, I have we, YouTuber friends with real YouTubers? Well, and the fact that, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's cool, I guess. But we also like <laughs> clicked as people too. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, and then uh, and then he came out and visited. And that's the other time we hung out. And this Which is, was like a month ago or less. Less. We're in we're in Nashville right now. Yeah, we're in Nashville for audio listeners, and we hung out probably two weeks ago, two or three weeks ago in Laguna, Laguna, which is where I live currently, which is in California. I'm so sad to leave. <laughs> it's dude, it was heaven. There's a I made a video. I'm um, in it. You're in it. I'm in it. The big baby blues. The bi- no, the big boy blues. The big boy blues. I screwed up the line. Yeah. I even put text on it. Go watch that video though. It was fun. Yeah, Basically, I'll look a little different, but it's, it's like still a B roll adventure. We both do. Yeah. Oh, oh that's right. We. Both look we different. both have long hair in that video, and now we both have short hair. So if you want to see mistakes were made, no. <laughs> if you want to see an average looking guy and then a really good looking guy one week early, go to Patreon.com/slash yeah. Zach Mayfield. I look average, and he looks great. We both look pretty good. Wow. Let's be real. Yeah. <laughs> no. Well, so you I'm told behind the mic. So you told your hairdresser. So the <laughs> explain the photo you showed your hairdresser for so your haircut. I'll just. I don't even we're we're off whatever we were talking about before. We're going to come back around. We'll come back to it. So basically, I waited to come to Nashville to get my hair cut because yeah. I didn't want to go to some rando in California mm-hmm. and trust them to chop off all of my hair. A lot of hair. It was a lot of hair. Thick. It was yeah. That's exactly what she said. It's like a horse's tail but thicker and on your head. I I describe it as like uh like I still have the 
oh, the yeah. long bit, and the end, it's like you pet. It's like bear fur. <laughs> yeah, bear fur. Bear fur. That's the name of your first son, bear fur. Bear fur. <laughs> this is my son, bear fur. <laughs> no. So over the top. So yeah. So to answer what you were saying, I told, <laughs> I showed my hairdresser. I was like, hey, my barber. She's a barber. She Bob. probably doesn't want to be called a hairdresser. Is her name She's, Barbara? No, it's Monica. Oh, that would have been so cool. Like, like Barbara the Barber. Like from Friends. Okay, that works. But uh, I, I was like, I showed her a picture of Captain America from Infinity War. Yep. <laughs> I was like, I like something like this kind <laughs> of a thing and other pictures as well. The but, swoop back. Yeah, which it's not doing that right now because I think his hair is more like doing this kind of a thing. Yeah, your hair looks heavy. It it's is heavy. hard to keep it back. It's extreme hold and it just falls down. You'll never be bald though. Unless you're like 97, not. you might have one I bald mean, spot. It's based on your mother's side, right? Yeah, your your mom's dad. Yeah, I and uh, he's he doesn't have a lot of hair. Uh oh, you screwed. But my dad's side, he still has a full set of hair, and he's uh, like 90. You got wig technology now. You'll be fine. Yeah, I'll just be like uh, Thor. Actually, wore a wig. Spoiler. Wait for the short hair too. No. I, oh, no, no, no. that's his real hair. Okay, I was gonna say. But I think in. Um, you're totally right, though. I'm pretty sure in his first movie, he did not wear a wig. I think that was his actual hair. Because it was, it was still, like, pretty shortish. Yeah, and then from then on up to when he... he got, got so much longer. I think that was a wig. <laughs> You're right. I'm pretty sure I heard in an interview that it's a wig. Anyways. So and you... So I did that. I showed my barber a picture of Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> yeah. And we didn't, we didn't collaborate on mm-hmm. this. No. And now we're both back together. We got short hair yeah. based on Marvel characters. What we were talking about was... Being out in Laguna in that video we made, mm-hmm. we we both had long hair. That's right. And I think before that, because we got so off topic, we were talking <laughs> about the prospect of you moving. Yes. Yep. That's how, probably how we got into Laguna. Yeah. And oh, video. and the fact that we hung out only three times. This is the third time we've ever hung out. Yeah. Oh, man. I. It's weird because we've talked quite a bit, and I, yeah. I don't feel like... I feel like we're closer than just hanging out for a couple times. Oh, for sure. I think um, we've only hung out in person three times. Yeah. That's but. true. And I feel like we're we're in the same world and we like a lot of the same stuff. Yeah. That I think we just clicked really fast. That's right. Yeah, boy. Yeah. We're clicking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, we should talk a little bit about how we met and stuff and where that all started. Because so how sure. I think it started was when I first moved here a year ago, right. I made this, this vlog called I, I'm Moving to Nashville. Great. And I, and I think... Dave and you at the time were making videos. You were at some sort of camera convention. It was when we the were Black Magic first got NAB. announced. We were at NAB. Yeah. Because we had a big blowout success video. Yes. It was our first ever that's what I saw. blowout success. It was crazy. We freaked out. It was like 300,000 views in like two days. And we only had like 2,000 subscribers. <laughs> Dude, that's so cool. So for us, we were like All that freaking out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'd be freaking out too. But anyways, so you saw that video? I think I saw either that one or one. It was definitely NAB. I think I clicked on a Black Magic video. Yeah. And then I kind of surfed the channel a bit. I was like, this Dave guy. I, was, I think I looked and I was like, these guys have almost no subscribers, but this guy's really good on camera. Yeah. Dave Dave has some amazing on-camera chemistry. Even in, in public, which is really hard for me to do. Mm-hmm. He's just at NAB, people all around him. He's like full voice explaining things like it's amazing he's very confident i am the opposite and that's why i'm behind the camera but you're that's so essential you know your job's 
My job is to feed him big words. <laughs> if he says any word over three syllables, it's probably mine. <laughs> he say this word. It's not because he's not intelligent. It's just because most people don't think like that. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, I wrote a lot of papers <laughs> in college, and I just used the source <laughs> all the time. You as a little kid with Liter- a typewriter. Literally, <laughs> why I wrote a lot of papers as a kid? <laughs> no, but like literally, all I did. And I got A's on like everything, but I'll be honest, I didn't deserve it because all I did is I wrote my paper and with normal human words, and then every single word I thesaurus, I thesaurus, and I sounded so smart. Oh, you were a genius. Yeah, that's right. Dang boy, <laughs> that's crazy. I so I found these videos of you guys. That's when I started following the channel. Yeah, because you guys had a GH five video too, and I was like. Yeah, we I did. That's right. Yep. GH5 and then a GH5S video, which came out right at that time. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just I noticed Dave was good. I liked the editing, which was you. I didn't know you at the time yet. Yeah, and I then, didn't. I didn't know of you either. So I'm moving to Nashville. I, I get here. I'm pretty sure this apartment is completely empty, and I'm here by myself for over a week. Okay. And I get an email from Davis Altoid. You did. Yeah, I get an email from Dave, and it. Basically just says Nashville YouTuber wanting to connect or something. And he, he <laughs> okay. explains, he's like, hey, man, I found your vlog, which freaked me out. I was like, because I don't get views on my vlogs. Yeah. And he's like, hey, I would no love. No one gets views on vlogs. Right. <laughs> <laughs> except, except Casey and Logan Well, Paul. I mean, they've been doing it for like right. 10 years or something. Well, yeah. Except for Logan. I don't. They're. That's <laughs> <laughs> a whole other world. They're not from Earth. They're banished from YouTube. I hope they're not from Earth. They can't be. I don't want to claim them. As Earth, <laughs> Earth is closed today. Yeah. <laughs> Please go away. But Dave emails me, basically says, hey, I'm a Nashville YouTuber. This is our channel. I was like, oh, cool. So I click on it to go look at it. And I was like, oh, my gosh, is that channel I found way back? That's so funny. How did I, I not know this? I don't know. I don't think we I ever knew, talked about it. I knew Dave saw your vlog and I knew he, and, and I think I knew he reached out to you. I didn't know he sent an email. That's so formal. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, I, I guess, guess there's no other way to e- contact. He could have, I guess, found me on Instagram, but I don't know if he was very active on Instagram. He at didn't that time. have an Instagram. Oh, that's why then. He has one now. Because I don't use Facebook. And now he's very active. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He's doing good. He's doing better than any of us. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but um, yeah, he reaches out and we set up that meeting. And that's So I met him at Pinewood Social. Oh, before. I'm going there tomorrow. Dude, it's yeah. a good place. It's, I'm sure you know that more than I do. I don't know. I've only lived here for a year, but psh, I've only lived here for. Well, I don't live here anymore, actually. <laughs> but 500 years. 15, 16 years. But Dang. I never went into Nashville because I was lame. It's also traffic. Cause yeah. It makes things hard. But I So I met with him, way. and he's like, basically we sat down. We both wore the exact same colored salmon shirt. <laughs> the most weird color, and we both happened to wear it. They thought you were on a date, didn't they? Yeah, we were probably looked like yeah. a couple. I mean, you had long cool. hair at the time, too. Yeah, so from behind, it's we're a salmon I club. understand that problem. <laughs> yeah. I Dude, was yeah. Uh, I was in a uh, my friend was like I need to go into JC Penney's to buy some shirts real quick <laughs> and he's like and I was with him and I was like okay sure so I guess I was somebody saw him with me and I, my back was turned to them mm-hmm. and they were like that guy's hanging out with some girl yeah, oh, they see that man. beautiful yeah. dark cascade and then I turn around and there's this face with a beard and they're like <laughs> ah, ugly woman <laughs> <laughs> your name if you're a girl your name would be Magnus I don't know why. Magnus is a girl's name? It is now. All right. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, so Would we it met be a- like Connie. <laughs> <laughs> Connie. I mean, you know, it's close to Connor. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I was just trying to think of a 
masculine sounding name that would also fit with a man. <laughs> oh wow! But Whatever. you ever do that thing where like oh, gosh. it like it analyzes a photo of your face and then like morphs you into? Like, I did the it this opposite. morning. <laughs> did you really? Yeah. I did it when I had long hair. It's I'm weird. Gonna, I'm gonna pull it up later. Do it. Yeah. And if you send it to me, I can put it in the episode. Okay. It. I was find it now. I'll, I'll finish the story about the. Okay. Yeah. You find that, about, that beautiful I was, lady. I was attractive. No. <laughs> oh, you. I bet you were. Mm-hmm, yeah. So Dave sends me this email, basically saying, "Hey, let's hang out." So we meet at Pinewood Social. He tells me about the channel. He's like, "Hey, we're we're these these Christian guys making YouTube content about cameras." And I should stop breathing in the mic. <laughs> 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 Um, and yeah, it, Hey, look what I found. Dude, is that a picture of me and Dave? That's a picture of you and Dave when we first did a oh, yeah, the live Zion stream. Oh. No, that's live stream or Zion? That's Zion. That's Zion. Because we did the live stream here. Yeah, oh yeah, that's right. But, um, yeah, it sparked a beautiful uh, friendship. You can probably like punch in on this or I'll, you can I'll, insert a video. I'll punch way in or I'll or forget a, to and people will be mad. Yeah, well, you saw it. <laughs> Most people listen anyway, so. Okay. There's a picture of me and Dave at a table. Congrats. It's so cute. It is cute. But, um, yeah, so we we, we decided to make mm-hmm. a video together. Mm-hmm. So I think I vlogged and incorporated you guys into it. We did the Zion Crane versus DJI Ronin S video comparison. <laughs> There's some nasty pictures of me on one. your phone. Did we Sheesh. hang out more than I thought? Actually, I think we did hang out a couple. There's another one. A couple few times. Man, yeah. I'm so glad I cut my hair, dude. I look, My hair was getting uh, I mean, bad, dude. You're making a dumb face. I'm fast. <laughs> All my faces are typically dumb. Oh, well, that'll do it. But yeah, so we, we have this YouTube friendship, mm-hmm. but it's sparked into something nerdier. Real friendship. And fun. Yeah. Yeah. I, we should talk more about this later, but I had this idea of we're both Marvel nerds. What if we had like... There it is. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm going to put this picture in the podcast. Can you send that to me? Yeah. You look cute. Thanks. I know. That looks like a... Com- oh, that's so Well, I strange. was wearing... Uh, I was at... I worked at Starbucks and I was wearing a co-worker's <laughs> glasses, her glasses, and then they did this to me and I thought it was pretty funny. In case I forget, I'm just going to put it here so I can punch oh. it on it. Yeah. Yeah, that's Connor as a lady. That's Magnus. Or, or Connie. Connie Magnus. Connie Magnus. <laughs> Magnus would be a cool ass name. Yeah, Connie Magnus. Starring Connie Magnus <laughs> in The Runaway. <laughs> <laughs> From Nashville to Laguna. Oh my god. One camera. To no clothes. Now Rancho Cucamonga. Oh, that's where you're living. That's where I'm going to be moving. Rancho Cucamonga. Oh, look, I can just airdrop this to you. Oh, yeah, baby. My Modern technology. Apple. We are. Dude, I will never buy anything else, even though I kind of like the pictures. AirDrop is worth never having an Android phone. Yeah, too bad. If they made it compatible, I would highly consider a different phone. Just make a version of AirDrop, or just make like a hack to where it works. Yeah, but then again, it can't be hard. It's Bluetooth. But as soon as Apple would update, then the hack wouldn't work, and uh, yeah, I just stick with iPhone. That's true. Yeah, it's easier. What were we talking about? Well, I actually wanted to get into some questions about you. About me? Yeah. Okay. So I was, one thing I've been wondering, because I don't know this, is... Okay, sure. Were you into My video... My blue. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's the, the baby boy blues? Big boy blues. Big boy blues. BBGs. That would be like a... Oh, BBGs. That'd be a great album. The big boy blues. The big boy blues, and it's a blues album. Two obese guys. Yeah. Yeah. I 
got the big boy blues. And they have saxophones? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Ask your question. As a child mm-hmm. or a kid or a young guy. As many me. Did, when did you get into photo or video? Were, were you young when you got into it? I was. This is a fun story. Let's hear it. Well, it's fun because of who taught me. Yeah. Let's hear it. So I basically, it was photography first. I didn't. Okay. I didn't. I had interest in video always as a kid. I had that little, you know, the flip camera that had like the USB that would like flip out the side. Yeah. I made like dumb videos with my brother all the time and I would edit them in whatever I had at the time. I think it was iMovie actually. Yeah. So they're really bad. I actually tried to find them though, just for nostalgia's mm-hmm. sake. I can't find them. Aww. I think they're on like an old, because I didn't save anything to hard drives as a kid. Yeah. So it's on a computer that's probably in a dump, you know. <laughs> Still out there. Just rotting away the yeah. files. Yeah. So... So I always did that, but it was photography first. Okay. So I was interested in photography, and the person who taught me, so let's see if you know who this is. So the person who taught me, shout out to Georgie Smith. Georgie Smith. She taught me. Now, Georgie Smith taught me photography. She is the sister of Julian Smith. That name I recognize. Who was a pretty famous YouTuber, made a ton of short videos. Have you ever seen the jellyfish video? I think so. Or like... uh, um, he made tons of videos. Uh, oh, the yeah. the I made this for you. The yes, Malk, him. Okay, so that's cool. She is uh, his sister. His sister, and she taught you. So yeah, so she taught me. She's great. Uh, I just actually met her for coffee the other day. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, um, anyway, so she taught me photography. It was awesome. How old do you think you were? Oh uh, gosh, I don't know. And how old are you now? You're twenty four, twenty three, twenty nine. <laughs> Everyone thinks I'm 27, but I'm 22. 22, okay. 22. Young gun. I'm a young. I'm a young boy. It was probably 12. Cool. Somewhere in there. Yeah. Maybe older. It's like, a good time I, I can't really remember now. Yeah. Yeah. You're asking me too many questions. So sorry. Anyways, she but, taught you. I just thought that was cool. That, I that think that's really cool. Yeah. Was there, and he was into YouTube, and now I do YouTube. Um, and then I was doing photography. I was entering in some like contests, and I did okay. Um, and uh, but then I started to get into making goofy YouTube videos, yes. which you've not seen. No, they're bad. Are they still on your channel? Yeah, I still have an old channel. Oh, what's the old channel? You got to <sighs> shout it out. Come on. Okay, it's called. <laughs> I made. I pretty much. I edited all of them because I was the only one of my friends who had a computer. <laughs> um, but uh, it is called Phoenix Films. Ooh, which I thought was a fun name, and. It was uh, spelled with a Z at the end. <laughs> Careful. Yeah. Getting edgy. I also was taking graphic design class at the time. So I designed the logo. I designed the banner. It was a fun time. Um, and so I got into YouTube and I was watching Film Riot. Yeah. That was a big influence Man, I, on, on everything. I watched tons of Film Riot videos. They're Even though going, I, they were doing after. I know. I, they're I, going strong. I actually so. just uh, met Ryan Conley. What? Yeah. Is he cool in person? Oh, yeah. Apparently, oh, I, I kind of knew this, but like Dave and him are like really good friends. Of course. Yeah. Dave knows everybody. Dave does know everybody. It's, it's weird. It is. But now I get to meet everybody. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So so then I watched Film Riot, and I was really into Phoenix Films, making the goofy videos with my friends, mm-hmm. you know, as bad as they were. <laughs> you can see a really cringy version. I'm of so going to go watch your yeah, whole library. Yeah, do it. Unsubscribe. Yeah. If there's any redeemable videos in there, we did this whole spoof on uh, UM, UNS, uh, the Gomer Pyle. Uh, remember the old 
TV show, Gomer Pyle. Gomer Pyle, no. I got no clue. It's old. I'm thinking of it's Gomer like, from Andy Griffith. It's like, yeah, it's him. Oh, it's, is it? He made a spinoff series. Okay, I've heard of it. I've never seen it. Yeah, and we called it Major Moron. <laughs> and honestly, if there's any series that I want to continue, it would be that. What if we revamped it? I would love that. Major Moron. Just made a whole thing. And all they were were like little three-minute videos mm-hmm. of this guy who's a major moron <laughs> dude that's so cool and uh it was so fun and i have this friend named uh <laughs> his name is gabe and he would play like the sergeant character yeah and anytime man i'm getting way off topic no this but is great anytime he so i wrote uh i wrote a lot of the scripts but my other friend malachi also helped and wrote a lot of it as well but anytime we would get to a point where gabe would be in the script sarge we called him sergeant or something like yeah. that in the videos we would write like an idea and then we would put in parentheses improvise <laughs> because he just would just be funny he would say that he would say the darndest things man so like, he's just good at that yeah impromptu. you know and it, at the time we thought it was hilarious and it, oh yeah i think it might still be funny i don't know i bet it is so <laughs> yeah he would say the funniest stuff but that's so cool so i did that and then i went to college because you're supposed to as a person if you're in the u.s yeah you have to and I did. It's the norm. You know, I didn't just do college. I did honors because. What's my, honors? It makes. I've never been smart enough to know what that means. Yeah. Well, basically, my mom was like, you should do honors. It'll look really good in the future. Okay. Basically, what it means is your classes are just harder. Does it shine? As it like, do you get the honors degree? Yeah. So, like, basically, it's like you graduate with honors. Oh, okay. I've heard that before. But yeah. So I, I think did if that. you're, I think if you have a 3.0 or lower, they don't tell you what that means. Yeah, I, I, I had a, I had a 3.8. Of course you did. Yeah, you genius. I told you that the source was amazing. You're that, you're that guy. You're just, you're smart and talented, aren't you? <sighs> no, I think <laughs> I don't think I'm smart. I just think that I was clever enough to think of ways around being smart. Okay. Yeah. Because like math. Like, I knew that I wasn't good at math, mm-hmm. so I switched my degree so I didn't have to take math. And then I re-switched my degree so I didn't have to take <laughs> language because I suck at other languages. So you didn't take any classes. You just kept switching until they gave well, you Well, I took, like, you have to take college algebra. So I got, like, a tutor, and she, like, helped me through all of that. But Sounds like you're a hard worker. Yeah. I, I stressed out a lot over school. Yeah. But so basically school became my life, and I just kind of... I always told, you know, my friends are always like, dude, we need to keep making Phoenix Films videos. And mm-hmm. I wanted to, but I just never had time because I was always working on school. Um, Did you graduate? I got an associate's. Cool. I decided to finish. That's smart. Um, and I took some film classes in there, and that's how I learned Premiere. And that's where I learned to do some basic graphic design, yeah. which I want to actually revamp. I want to Dude, that's such a good skill to have I want to learn that again. But I... I remember telling my parents, I was like, I actually, I wanted to, I was going to go for my bachelor's and I was going to go for software engineering because my uncle worked, uh, he was the manager of software engineers at Lifeway in Nashville. Okay. And he said, if I go through this degree, uh, I have a guaranteed job. And my parents, of course, wanted me Damn. to have a job. Right. So they were pushing me towards that, which totally makes sense because they want their kids to be fine. Yeah. Uh, I didn't want to do that. And I also knew that 
software engineering meant three years of calculus. <laughs> oh my gosh, so, dude. I didn't, didn't want to do that either. Remember how I said I'm not great at math? <laughs> yeah, and I like avoided. There's no getting around calculus. You can't not do calculus right. and be a software engineer. Whew. So that's intense, man. That's. But oh. I knew I was doing video stuff at the time. There's actually a video that that I helped on that actually has over a million views. Whoa! What? Yeah. So it's this. <laughs> it's an Overwatch fan film about Mercy, and I for, it's made by Lupin Productions. What did you do on the production? I did some. Um, they never actually used some of this. So like I did um, BTS for them, mm-hmm. and they never used it because they fired the directors and they're all in it. Like some <laughs> half the directors, and they didn't want to use it. Um, but Damn. they tried to get me on the next. Anyways, that's that's too long of a story. Anyways, but I helped on like uh, I P I did like PA stuff, yeah. and then I also helped with like a couple scenes. Like this girl, she was supposed to be Widowmaker from the game, <laughs> and she's never held a gun before. Oh, good. And so she was like, it's like upside down. She was doing this kind of stuff <laughs> for like firing a gun, and I was like. Yeah. I was like, guys, this looks really bad. You know, I probably wasn't supposed to say anything. <laughs> yeah. But I was like, guys, it looks really bad. It's going to look really bad. So I said, I told one of the directors, like, if you put your, the if the front of the gun isn't, because it's a long gun, you know, mm-hmm. if you've seen the game, if the front of the gun isn't in the shot, take your hand on it and th- push into it. Oh, yeah. And it'll act as recoil. Oh, yeah. That's smart. Yeah. And they used so that they were scene. like, this kid. Yeah. This they, kid knows how to they work They invited around. me back, but I... Uh, I got the job with uh, Dave at that point, so I didn't. Okay, cool. So, so anyway, so I graduated. I did some film stuff, and I told my parents, "It's like I really want to do film. I don't want to do software engineering." I said, "So let me take off a year from school. I might lose some scholarships, Mm -hmm. but I said, just let me do this, and then if it doesn't work out, I'll go back to college." And it worked out. And then, literally, a week or two after that, I ended up working with Dave. I was helping him. I've known him forever. He's a family friend. Okay, that's what I was going to ask. I don't yeah, know how you Yeah, we went met. to the same church forever. Him and his, my parents and his parents are like best friends. Okay, sweet. And I knew he was doing video. So I reached out and I said, um, actually, I think my dad reached out on my behalf, which was nice of him. Yeah. Um, but anyways, we ended up getting connected and I said, I told Dave, I was like, I'll work for you for free for knowledge, basically. Yeah. And I worked for him for free for a month and a half and he and I just worked well together and he said would you like to work for me for money <laughs> you're like basically uh, yeah and he said I'll contact our investor and see if they're willing to pay cuz he needed real help he couldn't do it by himself he didn't need me like off and on he needed me every day yeah. at the time and how how far along was Kinotika with Dave at that point not far not far so it, i started helping him at the end of december so I graduated December 8th yep. um, from college, and I started working with him either right before Christmas or right after Christmas. Okay. And um, so and Kinotika, he started in November or the end of October. So very fresh. Very fresh. So I joined it. It's exciting. You have to be a part of the. So I pretty much start, uh, helped him, not start it, because he obviously started it, and Dave has really been the pioneer of this channel. But I have... I would like to take some credit and say that I've helped. I think you get a lot of credit. Yeah, I, I've helped um, get it to where it is now. And so then, uh, yeah, I quit my job at Starbucks and I never went back to school. And I moved to California literally six months after I started with getting paid. 
Wow, that's that's crazy. Yeah, I was in. It was amazing. I I went to NAB pretty much right after I started getting paid, and mm-hmm. then I went to Germany. Yeah, dude, that was cool. And then you guys did a video in a camera shop in Germany, right? Uh, yeah. You found the, like EOSR. You found the EOSR a piece of, was yeah. new, but it was there. It was there. I remember that you guys were just. Was it filmed on a phone or something? I actually have a vlog of our Germany trip on my channel. Go check out Connor's channel. Is it just your name? Right? Yeah, it's just Connor McCaskill. Good luck spelling it. C O N N O R M C C A S K. Look for a brunette. I L L. I looked better then. <laughs> um, I don't post that much, but I'm maybe starting to again. Yeah, I'm okay. filming today. This bad boy, your beautiful little Fuji. That camera is so sweet. I love the XT3. I just like that it looks old. Like it looks like a film camera. If it, I'm gonna be honest. I thirty percent of the reason why I bought it is because it looks like a camera from the '60s. Yeah, but honestly, I feel like that could help if you are doing vlogs or trying to get street footage or something. Yeah, it just looks like a touristy little camera. Yeah, everyone thinks it's a legit film camera who sees it. You know, they're not thinking that. Um, well, the dead cat and the mic on yeah. top gives it away, maybe. But you're just filming in that 4K, No one knows 60. what that is either. Actually, in the airport on the way over here, no joke, four people asked me, what's that? Yeah, no I get one, that all the time, No one too. knows what it is. I said, it's my stress reliever. I just pet it. It makes me feel good. <laughs> just keep making up excuses yeah. for what it is. Yeah, no. Or I just say it's a dead cat, and they're like, oh. Okay, be, really quick. Do you know how Dave made the connection with Kinotika? I do. How did that happen? And it's... You you should honestly one day hopefully get him on your podcast. I re- yeah, I definitely. I want would to. love. Uh, I'll give you the quick version, yeah. and he can give you the more in depth real version because I I do know a good bit of what happened. So basically, there's this guy. It's actually kind of sketch. <laughs> if I'm being completely honest. So there's um again I'll give you the fast version. There's this guy. He's Russian. He lives in Hong Kong. He sent on an email to actually. A whole lot of YouTubers. Okay. Not just Dave. Dave is the only one who responded to this sketchy email from China. Yeah. So Dave um, Dave got the email. He opened it up. He read it. And it basically, this guy named Tim, and, and he said, hey, we like what you're doing. Would you be interested in being the host of a new, uh, new YouTube channel doing gear and tech reviews, starting building it from the ground up? Hmm. Right, Whoa. and he said, and we'll pay you monthly, right? Yeah, or something like that. Something like that. Oh, they're gonna pay him, mm-hmm. you know, regardless of the views. And so he was like, "That's curious." And he was doing his own YouTube channel at the time, and he was working for Dave Ramsey on their video team, and he didn't like that. So he kind of was curious. So he kind of agreed to it on the sense that he could back out at any time and you know yeah. all this stuff so like he set all this stuff up to protect himself that's smart um and sure enough they paid him <laughs> he's like this is real and he made videos and then they paid him again <laughs> and he made more videos and they paid him again and he's like okay this is this is real so we then he uh quit his job at Dave Ramsey and just went so cool balls to the wall so they discovered him from his personal channel? Yeah, they did. That yeah. gives me a lot of hope because... And he did not have a lot of followers. Yeah. Not at all. His um, channel is still pretty small, but like he's... All things... He's well, just, it's because he doesn't really use it. Yeah, he's just been doing Keynote TK. Right. So... That's so cool to know that small creators get discovered. Of course. I love yeah. that. I think, I, think that's, I think that's awesome and it is. it does give hope that it's like, you know, it doesn't take a million people to see your stuff. 
it just takes one important person. Dude, I <laughs> or mean, someone with money. <laughs> that's how I felt about Dave reaching out to me. Was hey, there's this vlog that probably has 150 views, but Dave was one of them. Dave was one of those. I'm views. so glad he saw it. And I now I have two of my favorite friendships because of a silly YouTube video. I know. You know, so crazy. It, I love how that works. So I hopefully, if anybody's listening, that's discouraged about their own creativity, yeah, they could be encouraged. Yeah, that it's worth it, even if you're getting 10 views. And just make sure whatever you're doing, you actually want to do because yeah. you don't want to be locked in something you don't like that's that's actually something that was what I, another thing i wanted to talk about with you is okay because i feel like we're both trying to figure out still what we want to do in our personal channels yeah so yeah where where are you what have you been doing on your channel and how are you feeling about it okay so i started my channel um last not last december the december before that Mm-hmm. I took a trip to Florida to visit my grandparents, and I thought I was watching Casey Neistat and all that yep. stuff, right? And I was like, I wanted to try to vlog, right? So I vlogged my whole trip, and it was fun. Um, I will say that I found out that when I'm vlogging, I'm not in the moment. It's hard to and separate that it. Really, like in hindsight, looking back, I was like, I was sitting in the living room with my grandparents and instead of talking to them, I was editing, mm-hmm. you know, or I was shooting videos instead of enjoying my lunch with my grandparents. So I did that. It was fun. Um, but I kind of decided pretty early on that it's like, I didn't want to do vlogs, at least not that way. Right. I'm trying something different right now. Cool. Um, that's vlog-ish. Is it like more documentary-ish? Yeah, it's going to be more like, I'm just going to record little blurbs mm-hmm. and not like shoot anything that's really concise and well thought out. Like I had, I was literally planning things. Oh, okay. You know, like planning yeah. my shot. I was like, I want this shot into this shot. And I wanted, and it looks pretty good. I'm actually pretty proud of how it looked, um, all things considered. Yeah. I, th- I think they're entertaining as far as vlogs go. It's just no one cares about you when you start vlogging. That's very true. But, um, so I'm going to do something now. It's going to be messier. It's not going to be as produced, but it's more for, like you said, documentation. Mm-hmm. I'm just doing it to document what's going on because a lot's changing. Yeah. So I did that. And then um, and then it turned into BTS for Kinotika, I think. Yes, I remember that switch. That was next. So basically, Dave was like, what we're doing is pretty cool. It'd be cool to have a behind-the-scenes thing going on for Kinotika. And I agreed, and I said, well, what if I shot some bts and put it on my channel he was like that's a good idea yeah so i did that for a while and again it was hard to record for kinotika and record behind the scenes at the same time it's a lot it wasn't practical uh so i did that for a little while and then i was like yeah it's not really gonna work either um and then i tried to just be kinotika yeah kind of do the whole camera gear thing Right. And I think that's kind of fun. Um, I'm just not sure that that's really me. I'm not camera technologically savvy. Mm-hmm. You know, I just care that it works yeah. more or less. I care that I get my shot. I care that it looks good. The movement looks good. But as far as like the the internal specs and the whatever, you know, mm-hmm. it's not really my cup of tea. So I was like, it kind of felt... I try to keep it as authentic as possible, but it kind of felt not like me. Yeah, that's my current struggle. 
Yeah. Yeah. Same thing for you. Yeah. Um, I feel like I maybe I like spec stuff more than you a little bit, but yeah. I like so Dave has given me a lot of advice. Dave is good at that. He's very good, and he basically said that I should do the camera thing to build up my audience and then eventually switch over to vlogs and stuff. Sure. That's Which it not makes, necessarily a bad idea. It's not a bad idea at all, and it would work. Right. My main issue with that is I don't have extra money to buy cameras or rent cameras. Yeah, because you've got to have like some liquid cash to yeah, do Yeah, you this. have to have multiple thousands of dollars to be able to do that. And it's not like every month you're spending multiple thousands of dollars. The principle of this idea is what Kinotika did for people listening yeah. is you say you have $3,000 set aside. That Obviously, I'm saying that like that's easy. But yeah. let's just say you do. And so then you buy whatever's new. So let's say the... As soon as it comes out. As soon as it comes out. So let's talk, let's say the next Canon, the the new 1DX is coming out. That's mm-hmm. actually going to be more than 3000 but let's just say it's $3,000. Yeah. You buy the camera, you use it, you review it, you return it. You review it fast. <laughs> you review it fast because when you're doing when you're doing something as soon as it comes out, it's important to be fast. You're not doing in-depth reviews usually. It's more like first look, hey guys, this is the new camera. This is what it can do. First impressions. First impressions. Hey, here's some sample footage. People love that. I love that whenever I'm buying something. I like to see sample footage and yep. first impressions. I love to look at it. So it's important. It's the thing that people in our field do. Then there's other things where you review something that's older and mm-hmm. you'd spend more time but so you buy it you review it quick you return it if you can't return it or you feel like that's not a correct thing to do some people do you know uh you can sell it for like a slight loss yeah and then you do it again so that three thousand dollars basically would just keep turning out and it's an investment into your views and subscribers right and honestly that's what kinetika did for a while and it worked it worked pretty well it worked really well, actually. and um, But you guys got to the point where then you started being able to get gear. Once we hit 50,000 subs, companies were like, this is a real channel. Yeah. And they started inviting us to things. Uh, we went to yeah. a Sony event. The A6400 thing, right? Yeah, the 6400 thing. It was really awesome. I got to meet Justine. And it's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that was, Okay, so I during that time... That's really funny. I was planning on bu- uh, either buying that camera or renting it to review it. Mm-hmm. And then I saw... All of those videos from all those creators. And I so kept many. seeing you guys in the background of other people's vlogs. I was yeah. like, those are my friends. Those are my friends. <laughs> I was like, I know them. Yeah. I was so proud. That was so fun. And so essentially, yeah. So then now companies will send us stuff, essentially. Yeah. Which is good and bad. You have to make sure there's some, you set up some personal rules for that. Because mm-hmm. you don't want to be um, biased towards something because they sent it to you. Yes, exactly. So... You have to be careful. And honestly, if you review something and it's not that great, um, and you say it's not that great and the company never works with you again, it's something you have to live with yep. for honesty's sake. So that's why if we accept the product, we try to make sure that it's a product that we are going to like. That's smart. So that we're not lying about the product and they still appreciate us. Yeah. You know, so... So there's do you some, think on YouTube, do you think there's a lot of reviews in the, let's just say camera world. Sure. Do you think there's a lot of reviews that are heavily biased based on free gear or payment? I would actually say that there's got to be some. Yeah. But I've met a lot of people in this industry now that I've mm-hmm. been 
I've been I've collabed with a ton of people. Yeah, you've I've met, met some of the top filmmaking YouTubers. I've met a lot of people. You're yeah. gonna be working for one. <laughs> yeah, and um, I would say that actually no, that's so cool. Which I think is rare. I would say tech world might get a little more biased, especially when it comes to like Windows and Mac stuff. Probably probably really big YouTubers too that are getting payment and stuff. Right. Um, but I would say no in the camera world. I That's would say so people good are hear. pretty trustworthy. Yeah. Um, I would say that a lot of people are only accepting sponsorships of companies that they also think are reputable. For instance, right now, Kinetic is sponsored by Squarespace. Dave uses Squarespace. He's been using Squarespace forever. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it made sense. It's to something you guys actually right. use and it works well. Right. Like, for instance, I never once have ever used Postmates for anything. Mm-hmm. Right. If Postmates approached me and was like, hey, can we sponsor you? It's like, well, that's awesome, but... I've never used you ever. So it would be weird for me to be like, Spoch Mace, it's awesome. And it's yeah. like, but I've never used it. So I think people are actually really smart at picking up on whether somebody's genuine about an ad or something. Yeah, I think so too. People are smart. Yeah, people are smart. You know, and that's the thing is like you gotta be honest with your audience because they'll figure it out. Oh yeah. And then they will never trust you again. And then it doesn't matter if from then till the end of time you're honest mm-hmm. they've already decided you're dishonest yeah most likely if they catch up that catch on that they'll probably just won't watch you anymore yeah and honestly a lot of people still think you're biased they'll always think you're biased for instance if we review a canon camera for instance uh here's a good example dave actually really likes the eosr mm-hmm. right now um it has a lot of issues yeah we all know it has a lot of issues and a lot of people are like you canon fanboy blah 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 <laughs> you've lost all reputation for me yeah, it, it has problems, but if Dave likes it, he's going to say it, you know? Yeah. And that's the thing. That's just how he is. I can tell he's genuine on camera about yeah. his likes and dislikes. Exactly. You know, like he right now just rebought the 1DC. I saw that. Which is so you funny. Goof. Yeah, I know. Ugh. It's so funny. But he loves it, you know? Yeah. And he's honest about that. You know, it's not practical. Mm-hmm. I shot on that forever because <laughs> that was the camera we had to shoot Kinetika videos on. Looked amazing, but the files were terrible. There was no autofocus, period. That's so funny to me. I actually didn't know how to manual focus. Yeah. Because I was pretty fresh in the film thing, and the only camera that I had was the 70D, which, and a kit lens. <laughs> just focuses for you. Which just focuses for you. Don't pixel perfect. autofocus is amazing. Uh, I never learned how to color correct because, again, Canon just looks good at a camera, mm-hmm. so I've had to learn a lot. Yeah. Stretched you a little bit. Still need you to teach me how to color correct. Ooh, we I'm should. learning some. I've learned some. but Oh, I, yeah. We I, need to have a session about that. Yeah. We'll geek out. In the but um, what were we talking about? <laughs> we were just talking about biases and reviews. and I think before we were talking about, let's get channels. back to you and what you were saying with like, you were talking about how you're not sure like my channel and stuff and what your channel yeah. is going to look like. I So I enjoy doing some camera stuff. I Basically for me, if I'm going to make a video about camera stuff, I want it to be educational or informational and provide value. That's great. Yeah. I don't want to do something that's like, here's the news, like a hype video. Sure. Or something just so- solely to get views. Mm-hmm. It just, that doesn't motivate me. Okay. My, my biggest thing is authenticity. I want, yeah. I want to be real. Okay. I'm, I'm kind of obsessed with that, which I think is good. That's admirable. Thank you. Yeah. But, um, so I'm in this weird thing where I enjoy making vlogs, mm-hmm. but yeah, the, it's not really growing that much. I mean, my subscriber count is slowly climbing, which is cool. Yeah. I really like doing this podcast, which is kind of focused around, I'm trying to make it focus around creative people. Great. So the people I, 
want to be on here. The The hope is to inspire the people w- inside the lens Hi. to do what they want to do. Right. And so, yeah, I like that. Sure. And so I'm trying to think of content that would fit in that, in that world that I could still incorporate some camera stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking of maybe doing some some stuff that's more f- cinematic where I'm talking about life, health, and stuff. Like, oh, like, like I know what you mean. Yeah, like, like gonna, health and wellness. Not like, yes. not like literally like, not like a here's the supplements channel. I'm taking. Yeah, but nothing like, like that. Like a, like a lifestyle, mm-hmm. health and wellness. Because I'm, I really like organization and efficiency. As long as it provides value, I think that's awesome. I think my channel's still small enough where I can experiment. Oh yeah, you know. I and think I think our channel right now with Dave and uh, I say our channel. I'm actually leaving, but I still <laughs> I still call it our channel. Yeah, uh, I think our channel Kinotika is changeable. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and we're we just broke sixty thousand, which we're pretty pumped about. That's so cool. Um, but I think that's still changeable. I think, I think honestly, Casey changed his channel and mm-hmm. he's at ten million. Yeah, I think he's I, at eleven million now. I think that. Crazy. A real honest YouTube channel based on a person, you mm-hmm. or Casey, it's going to change inevitably because People you're gonna, change. you're gonna change. Yeah. You know, I've changed a lot. I'm not doing YouTube per se right now myself, but I've changed a lot in just the past couple of years. You know, if I was yeah. doing YouTube this whole time, I don't know how many iterations my channel would have. Yeah. You know, that's true. The reason so the reason I started the vlog. Mm-hmm. was similar to you where I was watching Casey. Yeah. I was like, I got to try this. It wasn't watching This looks Casey. so cool. But I kind of had... And Peter. I was also watching... Oh, I met Peter too. Oh, yeah. You did meet Peter McKinnon. I met Peter McKinnon too. You turd. I know. I'm a turd. You're so cool. I'm not cool. Just being an NAB... M- uh, I'm not cool. cool. I just... I you just met Maddie meet, too, right? I meet cool people. Yeah, I met Maddie uh, Apoya. They dropped their first podcast today. I saw that. Yeah. I haven't listened to it yet. I haven't yet either. Looks cool though. But... Uh, cool set. And I met... I don't want to talk about all the people I met. <laughs> I've met a lot of great people. I met Chris Howe. I'll say that too. Ooh, he seems nice. He's dope. I don't, I don't really watch a lot Him of Him and stuff. his fiance, Lizzie Pierce. Mm-hmm. They're awesome people. They have separate channels? Right? Yeah. That's yeah, cool. but I think they help each other all the time. I'm as sure. Far as, uh, as, I, as far as I understand, they're actually on the Golden Hour podcast. It's a pretty good one. Ooh. So I, I actually really want to check that out. Yeah. Golden Hour podcast. I will listen. It's okay. I don't expect <laughs> you to watch our stuff. It's okay. Well, I like to. Yeah. If it's something I'm genuinely It's hard to in. listen to. It. Podcasts are long, you know? Very long. It's, it's, and unless get, you have the time, yeah. it's, it's hard to listen to it. I don't know how you are with podcasts, but I'll get hooked on one, and then I'll start over with it and listen to the entire library and listen to nothing else. So right now I listen to H3H3 podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, boy. And I listen to Ear Biscuits by... Ear Biscuits? Rhett and Link. Honestly, to me, that sounds like a little fart right on your ear. Yeah, a little ear biscuit. <laughs> Want an ear biscuit? I love Rhett and Link's channel. It's actually probably my favorite thing to watch. I've never heard of it. Good Mythical Morning. Oh, okay. Have heard of it. Yeah. I'll check it out. I'll check out their podcast. Their podcast is great. It's just two guys like this talking about whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Yeah, and it's fun. Um, but uh, how I listen to podcasts is like I'll wake up in the morning, I'll start a podcast, I'll listen to it for 10 minutes, mm-hmm. and then I'll stop it because I have to do something else. And then if I'm in the car, maybe I'll play it some more. So I don't really listen. I've never, I don't usually have the time to listen to a podcast yeah. all the way through. Yeah. It's only on long drives for me that I can bust out a whole episode. Yeah. But okay, what I was saying, sorry, is one of the reasons I started the vlog, aside from seeing Casey and wanting to try something new, mm-hmm. was I had just 
quit college to start this band. Yeah. Earth Groans. Earth and Groans, I was like, which this would be fun to document. Is that, huh? is that the right? <laughs> is this right? Rock and roll, baby. Rock and roll. It's not this. <laughs> this is Spider-Man. This is love and spiders. Love and spiders. Love, spiders. Oh. Rock and rolls. Got it. <laughs> but I was like, this would be a fun thing to actually document. Because it's not me just, hopefully not just trying to look cool or busy. Mm-hmm. It's, hey, I'm starting this thing that I've... Which I feel like a lot of people are doing. Yes. Yeah. That's why it doesn't feel good. Well, it's... To watch, in my opinion. Yeah, because like, you can tell. Like Logan Paul. <laughs> <laughs> so big on YouTube though. I know it's not fair. It's crazy. <laughs> it's it's because of the children. I feel so bad for kids. Yeah, it's just a uh, it's it's gonna it has been audience, a lot of negative impact. Audience is like eight to like sixteen. Hopefully, hopefully we'll see a change in him. You know, what if it turned out super cool? I would love to see a change in him and him keep his audience and then re-influence them correctly. Because right now. There's yeah. a lot of kids getting influenced incorrectly. Hashtag influencers, dude. Dude. Influence is good or bad, man. Yeah. It's not always good. Yeah, there's a bad side of influence. But, yeah, I just, I, I felt like, hey, this is something I can actually document. Yeah. Look back someday and hopefully see growth. Right. Because the first videos on my channel for the vlogs are me playing shows with my band. There's like three people at the shows. And I'm filming last, on my phone. Your last one was pretty rocking that I went to. Yeah, so Connor here. When I so when I went out to Laguna and we played a show in that area. Yeah. You came to the show. I did. Explain your first. It was your first concert, right? Yeah. <laughs> Let's hear your experience. Because my my band's a metal band. If you don't know. So. Yeah. so I've never been big into music, and that's because, if I'm being honest, <laughs> I was a sheltered child. Yeah. And I wasn't allowed to listen to anything. That's crazy. Right. So the only music I heard was like the music from the 80s that my mom loved, you know, the disco, all that good stuff. Michael Jackson and all, oh, that, yeah. all that great stuff. And then music from the 60s, which my dad liked. He liked older music. Like and Elvis. Did you guys listen to Elvis at all? That's 50s and 60s. No. Mm. You got to check that out. dude. That's still still banging. Yeah. Anyways. So that's pretty much that. And then Christian music. Which I really enjoyed, but I think I actually like. I've been taking almost a sabbatical from Christian music. Is yeah. that bad? It's I, it's I because it's all I listen to for ever. Yeah, and so, and then I, recently, you know, I've been exploring. I've started with you know the seventies and classic rock stuff with like Boston and yeah. Journey and all that stuff, and it's really fun and some modern stuff. But I've never been big into music. All my friends were never big into music. Uh, so I never went to concerts. <laughs> That's so crazy. Yeah. So, and like, you know, to this day, I don't know. Like, I all know a song, but I don't know who sings it. Yeah. You know? So. I'm kind of that way with the pop world because I listen to mostly just underground music. That yeah. Not a lot of people know about. So, Zach was in town. Was and he's in town. like, I'm a musician. <laughs> I think that was his quote. No. Just playing on the street. That's just what he said. No. <laughs> and, uh. And I was like, dude, I want to go. Yeah, I don't know. I've never been to a concert. And he does heavy metal, mm-hmm. right? Is that correct? Yeah. Is that a good term? Yeah, metal metal or heavy metal. Or heavy metal. Or hardcore. Hardcore rock. That, that world. Is yeah. it rock? I I think it has a lot of influence of heavy rock. Heavy rock. Yeah. Okay, so it's a boulder. It's does, a, just a big boulder. It does boulder music. Boulder tunes. And so I went to that. And I had a great time. I had no idea what you guys were saying. But... I, I don't either sometimes. But... I think it's just because I don't listen to that music on yeah. the regular. So for metal music, it takes a long time to get the ear to hear what's, what 
the phrases are in screaming. Yeah. Because it's a different your your mouth is almost shaping differently too right. because you're pushing so much air out. Yeah. And then it's even harder to pick it up live because it. it's so loud. Yeah. And the you hear the the drums are so loud, like cymbals. It was pretty awesome. Yeah. It's a funny. It's more it of an experience. Fun. Yeah. I had a ton of fun. Uh, you guys put on a great show. I was Thank highly you. entertained and. It was really and, fun. Um, I'm glad you yeah. got to see a, a really good show. Yeah. Because that show was pretty packed. Yeah. And, you know, I got to see what's it called? Like the mosh pit yep. thing. Mosh pits. Is that, is that right? Where they're pushing each other? Yeah. Yeah. There's so the there's guy like, was like just throwing his arms around. Yeah. I was like, dang, he's going to knock someone right out. Sometimes people get knocked out. Yeah. I almost wish it happened. There's, <laughs> dude, there's different levels of moshing. Okay. So you have your basic push pit. Uh-huh. Which everyone's just crammed to the front, and people are just just kind of like shoulder bumping or pushing Got backs it. a little bit. If your mosh pit, where people are kind of like flying into each other, or you have your hardcore dancing, yeah, which is like when they're flailing their okay. arms and stuff. Yeah, and then the highest level is called crowd killing. <laughs> this is what I hate. So basically, there there's just sometimes that one guy, he will like crowd killing, crowd killing or targeting. So they'll pick somebody and ladies and gentlemen, and they are punch, a Christian band. No, punch people. <laughs> no. It doesn't happen a lot at our shows. Dang. But for like... That's brutal. I don't know how... You're probably not super well-versed in heavy music, but there's music that's way heavier. Like, our band is not that heavy compared to a lot of stuff. Okay. And sometimes you'll see some crowd killers. They'll just punch and kick people. That's insane. Some people like it. I I could not... I don't even like moshing. I'll I'll be in the back. That's where I was. (laughs) Yep. I was watching from a safe distance. Yeah. And then there was like this wall... With that you could like see, you know, like uh, like oh, a, like the, a bar, the the stage. yeah, yeah, essentially. So and then I like stood over there because I was like, oh, there's like a nice wall of protection. You're taking here. your little Instagram pics, that's over right? Yeah. That was cute. Yeah, I was yeah, adorable. I was so happy you went though because yeah. it's fun to see somebody <laughs> enter that world. I loved your friend who I don't know if he was your friend, but this guy in the green room, he was like, you were like. You were like making a big deal that it was my first concert, and you said it. You're like, oh, it's his first concert, and the guy was like, oh. That's sad. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, and I guess it is. <laughs> like, I wasn't gonna argue with that, you know. You need to directly go to a Taylor Swift concert oh after. And gosh, dude. I will not <laughs> ever go. To, I can't listen if her music comes on the radio. You don't like it? I can't stand it. I actually like her new album. I haven't listened to it because I, I don't. I haven't liked. Well, uh, maybe I should give it another try. But I, I hate the not, old stuff. I've not liked any of her music at all. I don't like. Yeah. Actually, it might just be the her voice for some reason. It doesn't resonate with me at all. Yeah, isn't that interesting? How every single person has different tastes. Yeah, I, I and mean, she's super successful, so people really like her. Yeah, but um, it's wild. Personally, I don't. Yeah, I mean, just think like I enjoy music where people yell and hit things way hard. Yeah, and uh, of course, some people are gonna hate that. Mm-hmm. It's funny. It's interesting. But I kind of like. Uh, it's not the same. But I did, I did go through a little bit of a thing where I listened to Red. Oh, I love Red. Yeah. Yeah, there's, I love them a lot, actually. Do you know how I found out about them? No. I was watching this guy, and he's a mo- uh, motorcycle vlogger. Ooh. And I got, my friend was showing me him, because mm-hmm. he's, motor- he's all into motorcycles and stuff. And on the side of his bike, it's all black and red, his whole bike. And it says Red on the side. And then I, I was like, what's, well, what's the deal with this? And, and then I looked it up, and it was this uh, really awesome Christian band that I've never heard of before. Great so, music. So I listened to some of their songs, and I liked it. I like how they have they have a little bit of screaming, but mostly really good singing, really thick guitars. Mm-hmm. And they do some of the... Guitars are so thick. 
thick. Yeah. 13 keys. Thick boys. They have a lot of orchestra stuff in their music, too. I love orchestra stuff in modern music. Yeah. I think that if you put orchestra stuff in a modern song, it makes it feel so much bigger. Yeah, it makes it huge. Yeah. It feels it feels like cinematic to, uh, rock. Like I said, I only listened to Christian music growing up. Do you remember Skillet? Oh, dude, I love them. Yeah, there th- when they had the orchestra stuff in their songs. Yeah, I loved it. So I haven't listened to their most recent records. I kind of fell off. I haven't listened to anything in a long time. Have you? I'm thinking of the album Comatose. I listened to that one. Oh, that one's that so. Sick. I like. I think the one before it, the one where the 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 songs like it's called like Monster. Oh, that, that's, that album. Which one's that? Uh, Awake. Is yeah. it Awake and Alive? Or yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, it's something like that. That had a lot of orchestral stuff. In yeah, it. With, the, with the guy in the mummy yeah. suit. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. that was cool. So, yeah, that's a good album too. Those two albums I I listened to all the time when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I loved it. That that was one of the the bands that got me into heavier rock and stuff. Mm. I got to see them live mm. as a kid. What'd you sing before? Uh, what, what was your What was your cup of tea music? Before you got into heavy metal, heavy metal, huh? Yeah. I, I got it. It was I would say the Christian rock world. Okay, so, so like, Red Skillet Pillar. Have you heard of Pillar? No, dude. I still listen to them. They still slam. Okay, but um, that world, Thousand Foot Crutch, another good band. Yeah, I I listen to a lot of Toby Mac actually. Oh, oh, actually, yeah, me too. Yeah, that was- I met my girlfriend at Toby Mac's camp conference in nashville what camp electric no way in 2011 yeah i liked dc talk and, and toby mac yeah, and jesus all that freak stuff. that's right jesus freak jesus yeah he's all right with me <laughs> <laughs> jesus is a friend of mine yeah <laughs> yeah I, I that was the world that got me introduced into music okay. i was i don't know if i was as sheltered as you but i i was i wasn't allowed to watch scooby-doo i wasn't either i wasn't allowed to watch spongebob i was i couldn't yeah. watch dragon tales I could watch Dragon Tales. I couldn't watch Harry Potter. I couldn't either. <laughs> okay, we're both sheltered. But I could watch Lord of the Rings. Oh, because what? my dad loved it. Oh, right. Yeah, as so, long as dad loves it. Yeah, dad loved it. Don't tell your mother. Yeah, let's watch this eight-hour film. Honestly, that might have been the truth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, I got a beep. Ooh. I got a couple beeps. Ah, professional. Yeah, I suck. Yeah, but um, I muted mine. So we're both pretty equally sheltered, and um, Just differently. Yeah, differently. Yeah. When did when did you break out of that? Because I was pretty late. Yeah, I was pretty late too. It really wasn't until college. Okay, so same for me. Yeah, like my freshman year, I was like, "Oh, there's there's more. There's more of, of life." Yeah, like there's- not to say there's anything wrong with the Christian stuff we were listening to. It's just a bubble in any way, but it was totally a bubble. Yeah, actually, I think because even my jobs, like I worked. I worked at my church, mm-hmm. and then I worked for, uh, I was a carpenter's apprentice. Whoa! That's my first job. Dude, you're a man. Yeah, I made- That's where you got your hair. Furniture. <laughs> yeah, I was a car- Everyone's like, and your mom's name is Mary, right? You have long hair, <laughs> the beard. Yeah, yeah I, I don't anymore. Cheers. And then I was a carpenter's apprentice. He was a Christian guy. Awesome guy. Mm-hmm. But like, I was never introduced to like non-Christians, ever. I was homeschooled. Isn't that crazy? Oh, you were homeschooled, so you had another level. Yeah, so I was homeschooled. You know, I worked at a church, and then my first job 
the apprentice and then turned into a job was with another, just me and, and a guy making furniture, essentially. <laughs> it was That's fun. So cool, it was actually a fun job. Yeah. Um, so my first introduction, I guess it was before college because it was, I worked for Starbucks right before I went to college. Okay, yeah. And then I was like, these people aren't Christian and I didn't know how to deal with it. Oh man, was it hard? Like to be around cussing and stuff? Yeah, at first I didn't understand. Like I just hadn't been around it. So yeah. I was that sheltered. Yeah. And That's so, how it was like for me to too. this day I I don't really cuss and you know all that stuff. But, Some yeah, I so I cuss occasionally. Yeah. But I occasional cussing. I try to not cuss that much around people that I know would make it make them uncomfortable. Yeah. And it's not like I'm not, I don't wouldn't say I have a sailor's mouth, but No. I just try to be careful with it. Yeah. I'll use it for emphasis sometimes. But um you're the best GD person I ever met. <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah. Um, so, so, so yeah, for me in college, I, I was so I grew up in the bubble. Yeah, got to it's college a thick bubble. By the way, dude, it's a hard, hard one to pop. Yeah, but basically, the school I went to was Christian as well in college. Okay, so at simultaneously, I'm How, learning that. What does that mean, though? Christian college. I feel like a I, lot of rules. Yeah, just a lot of rules. But were the kids, uh, college students, different than regular students? Do you think? A lot of them were. Really? Yeah. So they were... Okay. It was... I've always heard that... I found a pocket of people that were okay. super real. Good. That's awesome. Yeah. And that's what helped me break break out of the bubble. Okay. So there's all these rules and restrictions. And with my personality type, having heavy rules set on me naturally makes me push them off and go somewhere else. Got it. I don't, I don't like being told how I have to do something. Yeah. And that became more visible as I got older in college and stuff. Okay. So I'm like, why are these people telling me everything I have to do and believe? Like, I feel like I can't be a free thinker. Mm -hmm. So I end up through that meeting these awesome dudes in college who are still some of my best friends ever. And so I'm learning there's this crazy bubble that I've never seen before. Okay. Because I'm also seeing that there's a real world. Yeah. So that those two pieces of knowledge together, I was like, okay, I need to. I told you my hair just starts to fall. <laughs> It's a cascade. I, I need dude. like extreme, extreme <laughs> hair hold. Need some horse spit. <laughs> you just need a pet llama to follow you around and spit just in your hair. Lick my hair. Yeah. There you go. That looks terrible. That's kind of how I broke out though. But it's nice. I'm glad I went through it because I can keep elements of that that I think are good. Yeah. And also have a lot of realness. And I don't think that I think I gained a lot through how I was raised. Yeah. You know? respect being one of them that you're, you're sometimes seems to be a uncommon thing. Mm -hmm. But I also lost a lot being raised how I was. Yeah. Like, like what do you feel like you missed out on? Human connection. Yeah. Like I had to learn how to talk to people. You're definitely not socially awkward. Not anymore. You used to be? And I can still sometimes be. Yeah. I sometimes go back to it. I think we can all kind of be awkward sometimes. Yeah. I guess so, but I like sometimes. So I'm I'm actually introverted. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I don't know, but um, but yeah. So I had to relearn how to talk to people, and yeah. uh, and I guess I did okay. Starbucks helped me a lot, actually. Uh, yeah, because I had to talk to people all day, mm -hmm. every day. So kind of forces you into it. Yeah, so I think that was probably one of the best things for me. Yeah. So real world job. Yeah. Making coffee. Yeah. You've been kind of off the coffee train though, right? Well, until today when I made, you made you coffee. me coffee. Did you like it? I liked it, but I, I haven't finished it. It's probably a little cold now. 
It's cold brew now. It's cold brew. That's not true. I love cold brew in the summer. Mm. But yeah, I cut it off because I was working at Starbucks. I was drinking like six cups a day. Oh my God. (laughs) Bro. Yeah. It was a lot. And then I stopped working for Starbucks and I couldn't afford that lifestyle. (laughs) Yeah. Because I got it for free. Oh yeah, I see. Yeah, so it was like, I forget, but it was like, make one when I wake up in the morning at my house, get one when I go to work. As soon as I walk in, and then I drink one, you know, on my first break, then I drink one on my lunch break, then I drink one on my last break, then I get one to go home. Yep. You know. That's about six. And then maybe another one at night. Uh, Who knows? Yeah. Yeah, Why not? Quick espresso shot before bed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, it was more like, I think it was make coffee at home because at the time I was in school. So that was like, now it's time to do homework. Yeah. So... So, so I cut it off cold turkey. <laughs> I was like five weeks, no coffee. Cold brew, cold turkey. I had a headache. It was terrible. And then I started drinking tea, and now I'm drinking like a cup a week. That's right healthy. Now. And um, But since I've been back, like my mom has like an espresso machine. She has pour over French press, little espresso percolator. Look for at her. her. She has a, her, her own problem. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been drinking a lot of coffee. And now I'm meeting people, you know, I'm back in town. Just a natural meetup. Let's thing. meet for coffee. Yep. Yeah. Just pounding down that cafe. I should just, yeah. And you're in Nashville for a couple more days, right? Two or three more days? Yeah. So I'm here today. I'm here for Mother's Day and then Monday and I leave Tuesday morning. That's cool. Are you close with your mom? Oh, yeah. That's good. Oh, yeah. So that's good you guys get to be together. Yeah. I'm, I'm so happy to be here for Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your mom's one not day. here. She's not. You can call her. I will. Yeah. I. I have a little plan for her. I'm oh. buying her dinner from a distance. So. I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always on top of it. You should just go get her one fake flower. The fact that I'm here helps a lot. Yeah. I think that helped my. I think her being with you. Yeah. But I'm normally like on top of everything. What if you got her some Mother's Day and some coffee beans or something? I don't want to feed that addiction. <laughs> <laughs> so um, She's just shaking. I mean, we're going to go to Pinewood Social tomorrow. But that's the whole family. I was like, I could buy breakfast, but then I'm like, man, that's going to be a lot of money for our whole yeah. family. Yeah. And I'm moving again. Your family <laughs> likes to eat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know your family. I bet they're cool, though. Most of them. <laughs> <laughs> There's a couple oddballs and everything. Are they going to listen to this? Uh, no, I love my family. All my family They are great. perfect, and you have no qualms with no, them. No, I've never fought with my siblings once. <laughs> never. They're angels. Yeah. Connor, what do you think... You're about to make this move to Cowabunga, California. <laughs> Rancho Cucamonga. Ranch- Rancho Cowabunga. Yeah. What What do you think is next? What What are you feeling? What's next for you? I don't know. Uh, I didn't know I was going to do YouTube. I thought I was going to be a director of photography in Hollywood because that's what you know everyone wants to be. I watched Ryan Conley. He taught you some DP stuff. Mm-hmm. I wanted to work in Hollywood, and then I did YouTube, and... I'm second banana on YouTube, but I kind of like it because I'm mm-hmm. the shooter. I'm kind of doing DP just for YouTube now instead of Hollywood. Yeah. Obviously, there's the idea of maybe doing my own channel, but I'm not sure that that's really what's for me. I okay. think maybe I'll always do something on my own personal channel. Mm-hmm. And if it grows, great. If it doesn't, who cares? Yeah. For me. I like that mentality because you can make whatever you want. Right. And And honestly, right now I'm toying with, I've had this idea forever. I actually used to be a big backpacker. Mm -hmm. So I've hiked lots of different mountains and mountain ranges and 
And I want to do that again, but I haven't found the time. So I'm like, maybe if I incorporate it into content. Yeah, that'd be a great series. Can make it. So basically it's like tech and gear for hiking. Oh, that could be really cool. Like that means I could review boots, backpacks, backpacks or camera stuff. Dude, you could also related to that. Yeah. Imagine like, because you could do any sort of travel camera gear or travel gear. Yeah. Like portable coffee makers and stuff too. AeroPress. I would highly suggest the AeroPress for that. There's a video. Yeah, I know. So that's kind of what I'm toying with right now. Yeah. Also, I kind of, in that same vein, I wanted to do this whole thing where I reviewed trails. Whoa. Because that'd be insane. I remember, and it might be different now because there's that like all trail app. Yeah. But even still, there's never been somebody to review trails that wasn't just like Googling the trail, you see a Yelp kind of a thing. Yeah. I want to for someone to Google a trail and there's like a video. Yeah. Maybe showing some of the trail. Yeah, and like have a difficulty rating and mm-hmm. and and a video to go with it. And I always thought that's what I wanted to do. You could even add own. like tips in there, like this is a really cool spot I found. Exactly. Exactly. So really I think that's more where my passion lies. I love camera equipment, but then I could incorporate it into it somewhat. Mm-hmm. But it's really not my, um, I don't think it's my forte. Yeah. I mean, I think that's cool that you, you're figuring that out, you know? Yeah. Instead of just blindly pursuing it. But, you know, whether or not I do that, you know, that's neither here nor there. Because right now I think I really am okay with um, just filming and editing for other people. And like helping someone else be the best they can be, Mm -hmm. you know, because it's always hard to do it by yourself as you're finding, I'm sure. Yeah. It's hard to do it by yourself. It's a lot. It's a lot of work. And more power to you for doing it. Thanks. Yeah. Like people need people like you and people like Dave and people like Armando. Mm -hmm. But I think the world also needs people who are willing to help those people. Oh, yeah. Because it, it turns out making the content significantly better and more efficient. I always think that having a second set of eyes on content is always better too. Mm-hmm. So I loved how we used to edit videos for Kinotika. We, we've kind of strayed away from it just because of time. But before, especially when I was learning a lot of how Dave does things, it, I would get the footage, I would edit it, mm-hmm. and then and I would edit it as if it's a complete project. And then I would give it to Dave, and then he would edit it. And I was totally fine with that. I don't feel yeah. like he was, you know messing up my creativity or anything like that because the way I see it it's his face on the screen anyways yeah and then he would go over it with his creative pass and I think it would always be better so like I would think of something that he wouldn't think of and then he would think of something that I didn't think of yeah it's double power yeah and I think that really had some oomph to it and it's and it's not like you're getting a set of requests where it's like change this change this change this change this you're like passing it on right it's like a filter system yeah so it's like this is 100% complete it can go up right now but if you want to change it, if you want to change anything, change it. Yeah. Other than color, because I never really figured out color. He colored everything. I was. That was one thing I was going to ask you about Armando. Is he going to still color grade? He's a colorist. He loves color. He actually built out some presets and stuff for right. specific scenes uh, in Premiere. So that's probably why I'll have to switch to Premiere mm. so I can drop them in. Yeah. But he told me that he would help me with uh, color. Nice. So that's good. That'll. He'll probably be a great resource for you to learn that world. I think so too. I mean, we're going to be shooting on the C200 for everything. Yeah. 
He talks about the camera a lot. That'll be fun. It's a good. It's camera. a good camera. It really is. Dude, and um, one of my previous guests, yeah, um, owns a wedding film business, and now shoots weddings with two C two hundreds, wedding man. films. That, That's amazing. So good though. I used to work for this guy. Uh, is a friend of Dave's, and he connected me with him uh, shooting weddings in Tennessee. He's awesome. His name is Jim Cook. He doesn't really do weddings anymore. He does commercial work now. Okay. But he shot weddings with two C100s and a C200. Nice. That's a beast. And that was with um, some other extra little things here and there. Yeah. That was fun. That's a lot of pro gear for a wedding. Dude, shooting weddings, which you know. I'm done with it, but yeah, I know it. That was so incredibly hard. (laughs) Yeah. Because you're just documenting these tiny moments and you can't miss. They're not redoable. Not at all. And... It's a long freaking day. It's, yeah, it's usually like eight to twelve hours. I would say twelve hours every time, at least yeah. with how this guy did it. Mm-hmm. It was like show up. Actually, usually it was show up at eleven. Yeah, which I would show up at ten forty-five. At a boy, because I'm so punctual. Too punctual. <laughs> actually, Dave always was like, "You don't have to show up early all the time, especially when you're going over just to someone's house for fun. It's not. It's not good to show up early. Yeah, people don't like that." <laughs> People don't like I that. I feel like a few minutes late is now casually acceptable. Yeah. But like, if, for instance, if you're throwing a party at 6, and you're like, hey, party's at 6, and then I show up at 545, that's weird, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's my <laughs> curse. I'll sit in the car <laughs> and wait a lot of times, because I can't help it. Just drinking your tea. Yeah, that's right. Uh, what were we talking about? Weddings? Oh, yeah. yeah. So How hard it is. It would be like, I'd get there at 11, and then we'd leave at midnight. Mm. Jeez. Because of, I guess, how these weddings are. So so the way some shooters do it now is they'll have different packages. And depending on the package you get, you get an hourly amount of coverage. Got it. So So 8, 10, 12. I guess the ones that he had me help with were the bigger ones. Mm -hmm. The way I did it was I would just be there all day. Yeah. Because I wouldn't want to miss a key part of the story. Did you ever have anyone help you or was it solo? Yeah, I did a lot of second shooter stuff. Actually, Lauren, my lady, lady, she would come with me and she's really naturally good at filming which is so crazy that's so awesome like she wouldn't use a vector or a waveform monitor or anything she would just look at the little exposure dial and just had an eye for it i don't use a waveform either they're not totally necessary i feel like a histogram is perfectly acceptable i don't use that either you just just eyeballing it you have zebras or anything yeah i just eyeball it yeah but that's because i was never taught correctly i'll show you how to use a waveform well i know how to use it now okay cool but it was just like at the time, I didn't know yeah. anything about a waveform or anything like I that. I just started using that. I was like, a it year looks ago. correct to my eye. And yeah. There you go. If it looks good to you, who cares? Know your audience too, because a lot of times they don't know either. Mm-hmm. Exactly. They need to deliver a product and it's better than they could do. I mean, how bad can it look on the X-T3? Oh, it looks so good. It looks so good. The film simulations are so nice. Dude, I'm, jeal- I'm honestly jealous of that because when I'm on tour, I hate color grading. Yeah, I'd, so I would I don't just use to, a film. I'm not going to color grade any of this. Uh, I'm going to test that and see. Mm-hmm. I, I used to shoot f log because I thought that's what you were supposed to do, which I guess it is technically. But then I was like, why? There's no supposed though? to with creativity, brother. Yeah, and that's that's really that's a great quote. Thanks. There's no. Now su- I have a title for this podcast. There's no supposed to be with creative stuff. Is that what you said? There's no supposed to with creativity. Yeah. I think that's what it was. Yeah, that's great. Got the title. Just, just, just put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I 
that that would be cool. that's like totally my personality. Like, you should make T-shirts. I w- I think I'm gonna start doing merch at ten thousand subs. That's a good number. Yeah, I always wish that Kinotika did merch. I feel like it would do well. What's cooking shirt? What's well, cooking on a dad hat? Yeah, with like a little logo of like a spatula. We'd or actually have to like make a logo though, because I'm pretty sure we just used an emoji. <laughs> yeah, and it yeah. blew it up really big. Oh, if you guys haven't seen any Kino Tika videos, just go watch some of the more recent ones because you're editing. It's like high quality PewDiePie editing with. I love PewDiePie with <laughs> filmmaking subjects. He's definitely an inspiration. He's so good. dude. His editors are so good. I love it. I love how I love how they have a personality. They do. They because they use the text. Yeah. Like they'll respond to him. Yeah. Just in text. Yeah. I love that. It's so fun. And they'll intentionally make some things look terrible. Yes. And, it, and it's amazing. Yes. I know. <laughs> you see the latest one about the quality. Yeah. yeah. And the color grading. Yes. The color grading. So they just oh like. Oh my gosh. It's so oversaturated. Funny. It's so. I much. love it. I love it. It's great. It's beautiful content. I'm trying to think if I have any big other big questions for you. Big questions. Oh, do you have a preference over like between shooting and editing? Do you have one that you I like? I feel like more? we kind of cover that a little bit. Yeah. Shooting. Totally yeah. 100%. Mm-hmm. I love editing as well. They're both fun. But it's like for specific things. Like when I edited my Florida vlog that I was referencing earlier, I had a ton of fun editing it because nice. I got to just kind of you know, it didn't matter. It, you yeah. know, nothing mattered with it and I got to just do whatever I wanted. So there's so much creative freedom in that edit that, and there's a ton of creative freedom in the Kino Tika edits as well. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. But in the end, it, it is a product in a sense that has to look, you know, somewhat yeah. like. There's people counting on it. Too. Right. And that's important. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that kind of stuff, I prefer, with like the Kino Tika kind of stuff, I do prefer shooting. I think grabbing specific shots are awesome. Um, so I, I guess my answer is shooting. Yeah. But but there are parts of editing that I love. Yeah, for sure. And I think editing can really bring out humor. Yeah, just fun. Did you see the latest? Uh, it's okay if you haven't. Hold on. What, what video was it? What is it? Did you see the RxO two video that we put out? No, I haven't watched it yet. Okay. I'll watch it. I was curious. There's one part in it that I put in that I thought was funny. <laughs> and Dave almost cut it because he didn't think it was funny. Okay. Because Dave and I's humor is very contrast, actually, mm-hmm. ironically, which I think makes our content better. Yeah, get a little bit of both. Yeah. It probably so serves I'll show people. it to you later, and I'll, I'm curious to see if you find it funny or yeah. <laughs> if it was okay. just me. <laughs> okay. Yeah, let's just watch it after this. Okay. That'd yeah. be awesome. So, Dude, I think... I feel good. This is awesome. How long have we been recording? What does it say on there? An hour, hour and 25 minutes. Oh, dude, nice. This is my longest one. <sighs> we had a lot You're to a great about. guest. Thank you so much for coming. It was hard to give you a high five. I was like, I was going to do Oh, this, yeah, you were doing the, the reach. I had to go like. Hopefully next time. Double high five. I'll have another one of these. Yeah. It'd be cool if I could come out, like fly out to see you guys sometime. Please. Bring the gear and we'll Anytime. just make stuff. Anytime. Okay. And I mean that. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. As long as you tell me. <laughs> You're just going to show up. I just at my knock door. on your door. Hey, bro. What's up? You said oh. anytime. I'm just holding my podcast here. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go, man. But that's that's one of my favorite things about touring in a band is it allows me to connect with friends all over. Yeah. In person. Which is cool. That so is, that, is pretty, that is pretty cool. And yeah. you get to see 
a ton of stuff. I can't believe. So this is cool. When I was looking at your Instagram, because it's always funny, <laughs> you're actually, okay, I'm going to be completely transparent here. Your Instagram story videos are the only videos I will watch. Really? <laughs> Being That's so funny. Yeah. You know, I hate Instagram story videos. Yeah, me too. I hate watching That's other why people's I make videos. them the way I make I them. I rarely post videos. I have recently because there was some funny stuff with my mom reacting to my haircut. <laughs> yeah. And that you can't do that in a photo. But I hate, I hate Instagram videos. But for some reason... <laughs> I love your videos. <laughs> you mean specifically on my story? Yeah. 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 Okay, cool. Well, like little you do like the punch-ins <laughs> and you say like the darn just the darn this thing. I will I will forever be a zoomer. Yeah, that's so great. That's my only way of being. But funny. anyways, so he was in Laguna and I don't know how much time went past, but it didn't feel like a long time. And I went on Instagram, it's like Zach posted something and I was like, "Oh, cool. I'll see what this is. See mm-hmm. what's up." And you were in Tampa. <laughs> yeah. Which is where I Across was born. The country. And I was like, how did he get there? <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're in a van. <laughs> yeah. We had a lot of that's so was out that west. Next? What was next? After Lagoon or after LA? Yeah. How did you get there so fast? I'm trying to I think we cut through Did you use a wormhole? We used part of a warm wormhole in the space stone. Oh. Yeah. So we had the gauntlet. That does teleport. So out west, all the cities are more spread out. Yeah. So to get to the next show, it's usually like a 12-hour drive. Yeah. So I, I'm, we might have of... gone, I think it was Salt Lake next. And okay. then we started cutting way over to the east side of the country. And you went just straight all the way over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just thought it was so funny. I was like, yeah. oh, he's in Tampa. Tampa. <laughs> yeah. So you probably felt normal for me, but you probably checked in just a couple days later. And you're like, holy crap. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. I really don't know how much time went past. Cause yeah, my it days may have are, been like a week. It knows? really could have been a long time. But in my mind, it was like I just saw him, and now <laughs> he's in Tampa, yep. Florida. That's one, It's fun, man. That's pretty awesome. I generally, if somebody asks me, hey, where'd you play yesterday? I'm like, I have no idea. I have no idea. Because everything becomes one big cluster. Yeah. And then like a month after tour, then you can remember specific days. Yeah. It's really interesting. But yeah, bro, thanks for being on the show. Yeah. This was, this was really fun. Yeah. I feel like awesome. uh, this is just the end of this podcast conversation, but we're going to talk for a lot longer, especially Probably about Marvel and Marvel. I have an idea of maybe it'd be cool. We can end with this. Uh-huh. Okay. Maybe we could brainstorm a show we could do together or something. I would like that. Uh, but I, I need a nerd outlet. Yeah, I agree. Because I don't have that right now. Me and neither. That could be fun. <gasps> and the camera just died, but luckily we still have audio. Wow. So this is crazy. This happened in my last podcast. Too. Did it really? Yeah. It just goes to black. I usually have it plugged in to That's the wall. Pretty dramatic. Yeah. Yeah. But I'll put text here that says the camera's dead. The camera. But can they still hear us? Yeah. Yeah, because okay. that's a separate audio. Yeah. Great. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> Nobody has any idea what I'm doing with my hands. Yeah. Well, we will end it here. Okay. Thank you everybody for listening. Um, go subscribe to Connor's channel, Connor McCaskill. Go yeah. subscribe to Kinotika. Do that. Support Dave. Yes. Subscribe to my channel if you're just listening to the audio. And if you want episodes an entire week early, whoa, go to patreon.com slash Zachariah Mayfield. Wow. They have to spell all of Zachariah. Doesn't that suck? Yeah. I should have done Zach Mayfield. Yeah. I mean, that's what you go by, right? Maybe I should change it. Can you change it? Yeah. I would change it. I might change it. Zach is uh, easier to spell. That's true. If I could change my name, I would change it. What if I changed my name and then I got like, I'm thinking about like double subs? Maybe I should go by my middle name. What's your middle name? Mark. 
Mark McCaskill. Yeah. That's so dad. It Connor's rhymes. cooler. Yeah, it is cooler. But everyone spells it E-R. What if it was Concask? That <laughs> sounds like an internet company. Conskill? Conskill. That sounds dumb. Get your conskills out. All right, everybody. Love y'all. See you later. Later. Later.